Ask Hey, what's up, everybody? Pat Flynn here, and welcome to episode 141 of Ask Pat. Thank you so much for joining me today. We have another great question from Jeff, but before we get to that, I want to thank today's sponsor, which is 99designs.com. You know, because working with an individual graphic designer for your graphic design needs, it's great. You know, you get the one-on-one attention. Um, They're fantastic. I work with a number of individual graphic designers myself for my projects. However, they do come with their limitations, especially when you're first starting out, and timing is one of them. So if you want dozens of designs to choose from for your next design project in just seven days, visit 99designs.com slash pat and get a $99 power pack of services free. Now, let's get on to today's question from Jeff. Hi, Pat. Uh, my name is Jeff Demery over at SalonBusinessPodcast.com. And I just have a quick question about landing pages. I have a uh, information product that I've uh, just completed and, and trying to sell. And there's all these factors involved with it. And one of them is the landing pages. And I'm just curious, when you do set up landing pages and, and split test them, etc., how long do you wait on a page to see if it does work. And I guess really the easiest way for me to tell if it does work is if I just get one sale on that page. If I give it a week and I have a reasonable amount of traffic going to the page and I don't make any sales, is it time to try a totally different page or should I kind of wait it out? Or what are your thoughts on, again, how long should you wait for a landing page to see if it converts and how uh, to figure that out? Thank you very much for everything you do. I, I love your both your podcasts, listen to them all the time. And thank you very much. Jeff, thank you so much for the question. And first of all, I want to commend you because a lot of people, when they put up these landing pages, they don't think about you know how they're performing. They just kind of put them up there and hope for the best. So it's awesome to know that you are actually being conscious about what's going on behind the scenes. And it's very important to do so because you know it's one thing to take action, but it's a second thing to track that action and see what the results are like. And if they're not to your liking, to make changes and adapt. That's exactly what being an entrepreneur and doing online business is all about. Now, in terms of how long you should wait for your landing page to uh, go up there and see if it converts before making changes, it's interesting because if you wait too long, you know you might be wasting time and money. But if you if you wait too short or if you pull it quickly, um, you might not give it a chance to get the results that you're looking for. So, you know, for instance, uh, for too short, if you just put it up and you get ten visitors and it's been a day and you haven't made any sales, well, what does that really tell you? Well, it just didn't make any sales that day for those specific sets of visitors. But what does it tell you overall? It's hard to tell. Now, as far as too long, well, maybe you put up a landing page and it's not converting, but you leave it up there anyways because you're hoping or you believe that it will work. You you, you are really enjoying the design and you're like, yes, I know this is gonna work and you put it up there and you leave it for like three months and it doesn't convert at all. Obviously, that's too long. But where do you draw the line? Well, for one, I think... um, you know, before we start to talk about the length or how long you should wait, I think it's important to split test. I think split testing will give you the ability to see right away what's working and what's not. And, uh, you know, after a certain period of time, you'll be able to select one version of a landing page over another. So always split test. For everybody out there listening to this, you should always be split testing. If you're creating a landing page, maybe using something like lead pages, um, you have the ability to split test. And you should always be split testing you know, putting half of that traffic coming to that page to one version, half to another. That's what they, that's what they call A-B testing. There's version A and version B. The percentages into conversions will tell you exactly which one works best. You go along with the, the, the highest performing one. Then you do another test, change another variable. Now, there are things you can do to increase the um, 
or actually decrease the amount of wait time, especially when you're split testing. So there's two things. The first thing is just increased traffic. So increasing traffic to that particular test or, or landing page will show you what the results are much faster. So that might mean that you might have to pay for some advertising to go to that particular landing page, or you might do a campaign directly on your site and direct traffic for a short, uh, short period of time to those particular um, pages or that landing page that you created. That way, you'll get the results much faster, and it'll, it'll be much more clear sooner as far as which one performs better and what to do next. The second thing you could do is also make sure to decrease the variables because there are um, you know, programs out there that you can use to test many different things all at the same time. The results become much more clear when you're just testing version A and version B, and there's one difference. And you could see which one performs better, go with a new one, and then change another variable and do and conduct another split test. Now, so how long should you wait? Well, I don't think it's really about time. I don't think it's about time at all. And I'm going to take a little note here from Crazy Egg. Crazy Egg is a great tool that we should all be using. It creates heat maps and confetti maps for us to understand how our users are actually using our site, how our visitors are going through our site, what they're clicking on, what they're seeing, what parts of our site, even what parts of a page they're sticking around on or they're just you know plowing through and aren't useful to them. Again, that's crazyegg.com. And they run their tests not by how long, but by how many visitors reach that page. And the tests end after a certain amount of visitors have gone through that particular page, and then you get the reports for them. You could see all the heat maps and confetti maps and stuff, and it's really cool. But taking note from them, I don't think we should worry about how long as far as time. I think we should worry about the sample size, how many people are actually going through that site. And when you think about that, that obviously makes sense. If you have a page and it's up there for three months, but only five visitors ever visited that landing page, um, how much time it was there doesn't matter at all. And you've obviously got a very small sample size. Now, there is obviously um, a different range here depending on your audience and how much your usual traffic is. But you have to be realistic. And you have to understand that not everybody who visits your website is going to go to that landing page, no matter how great your campaigns and promotions are for it. But at the same time, you know that you can feed traffic to that particular page through things like Facebook ads. So you have to be realistic. And so if you have existing landing pages through your site and you know they've performed a certain amount of, uh, you know, they've converted at X amount or X percent, you know, see what it would be like to feed that much traffic through it and just ask yourself, is this an adequate amount of visits to this page to tell me whether or not it's going to work or not? Obviously, five visits if you only if you get zero sales out of the first five visits, um, you know don't freak out. You know it's only five, but obviously if you get a thousand people visiting that page and you've only had one sale, then you might know that there's room for improvement. So again, I can't give you an exact number, Jeff, or for anybody out there, but it might be a certain percentage of what you have based on what you already have on your site as well. So just take that into account, but also just be conscious and and think to yourself, okay, if this many people go through this particular page and I only make this many sales, and I think it's good to set a goal for yourself too. You know, what are your goals? How many would you expect? And, you know, there's actually a really interesting tool out there. If you go to VWO.com, VWO, which stands for Visual Website Optimizer.com, which is a really great A-B split testing tool that I, uh, you know, I've, I've gotten a little bit involved with, and it is very, very cool. They have a free tool on there. If you go to VWO.com and then highlight the sort of resources tab at the top, it'll open up a bunch of things that you could use for free. And one of them is an A-B testing duration calculator. 
Now, it's interesting because it gives you a lot of variables and things like that, like, you know, your estimated, uh, you know, you need to select your estimated existing conversion rate, um, you know, minimum improvement that you want in your new page, minimum number of variants and variations, the average number of daily visitors to that page, and the percent visitors to include in the test, which is usually 100. And uh, you click calculate, and it tells you exactly how many days you should be running it, which is really interesting because that kind of goes against what I had just said, you know, I think you should go for how many people go through it and what might be a reasonable amount of people to make a wise decision and make educated um, sort of uh, action adjustments from there. Uh, but, you know, Visual Website Optimizer is, you know, they're in this split testing game. So, you know, they, that's another thing you could look at as well. So, Jeff, I hope that helps you. I know I didn't give you an exact number, but I think you can sort of decide based on that what would be a reasonable a number of visitors going through that page to help out for your landing page and the actions that you take after that. Now, another thing to think about before I let you all go is how much do you make per sale? And then how much do you spend to get that many visitors on that page until you get that sale. So for example, let's say that every sale you make is $110. You make $110 for every sale. Well, maybe it costs you $100 to get enough traffic on that page to make a sale. So if you spend $100 and make $110, you've profited $10. So you basically have a money machine. And this is how people are really making it big on Facebook right now. They've got it down to a science as far as how much they're paying per lead and also how much they're spending until they make a conversion. And so what happens is, you know, if you spend a hundred bucks, you make 110, you that's 10 bucks, you spend another hundred bucks and make another 110. So another 10 bucks, you got 20 bucks total. And that's kind of how it works. So not only is it important to, you know, understand how these conversions are going, but let's say, for example, you make a thousand dollars per one sale. Well, then a very low percentage um, might work for you. So you have to think about those things as well. So Jeff, thank you so much for your question and Ask Pat T-shirt is gonna be headed your way. Thank you to all of you out there who are listening. If you have a question you'd like potentially featured here on the show and you might get a T-shirt as well, head on over to askpat.com. You can ask right there from that page using the SpeakPipe widget. You can use any microphone you have uh, or even the internal mic you have on your laptop or even your mobile device or your computer. I also want to thank 99designs.com today, 99designs.com slash Pat to get your $99 power pack of services for free. This is a company that I've used in the past for many logos and landing page designs, and, and you could even use it for web page designs too, uh, t-shirt designs, car wrap designs, anything design that you want. It's really cool. Just put in your job there, and many people from around the world who are designers will um, you know, try to design the one that you're going to choose, and then the winner gets the prize money, I guess you could say. That's why it's kind of fun and exciting. You can get other people involved and vote on their favorites as well. You could work with designers along the way if they're close, and you know it's just really cool. So again, 99designs.com slash Pat. Now, as always, I'm gonna end with a quote, and today's quote is from Tim Ferriss. And he says, the ability to quit things that don't work is integral to being a winner. So very, very appropriate for today's episode. If you have a landing page, and you know, if a number of people have gone through it and it's just not working, even though you want to believe it works because you've perhaps spent money on it or somebody else said it was going to work, the numbers don't lie. So keep track. Jeff, again, proud of you for keeping track. I hope everybody else out there is keeping track because how will you know what to do if you don't know what's going on? So again, thank you so much for listening and I'll see you in the next episode of Ask Pat. 
Hey there, thank you for listening to Ask Pat 2.0. Now, you might have noticed that we haven't published a new episode in a while. And that is because in 2023, after 1,269 episodes, we decided to sunset the show. For now, at least. And this way, we can focus our energy and efforts on our other podcasts and other projects. That being said, all 1,269 episodes are still live and downloadable, and the published dates may be old, but there are still a ton of questions I've answered on the show and people I've coached. Those episodes are just as valuable as they were back then. So you can also visit smartpassiveincome.com slash askpat to dig through the archives. Plus, there's a search tool on the website that lets you search across our podcasts and blog. And of course, the Smart Passive Income podcast is still live and energetic and awesome and publishing twice a week. So make sure you're subscribed there so we can still continue this conversation. And we have some of the foremost experts and thought leaders in entrepreneurship on the show every single week. So you definitely don't want to miss it. Again, check it out. It's the Smart Passive Income podcast. Just find it wherever you're listening to this podcast. You can find it there as well. Thank you again for listening in and I'll catch you in the next one. Cheers.